This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or if you are under the age of 18, you should not continue listening to this episode or future episodes of The Bondage Gaze. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years old and aren't offended by discussions of male bondage, sex, pornography, or other kinds of content with sexual themes. Hey guys, welcome to The Bondage Gaze. This is Sexuality and Bondage Part 2. I'm Sammy. And I'm Nat. And we are joined once again by Isaiah. Hello. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) So, Isaiah, tell us about your favorite scene of interest, as I like to call them, in movies and or TV. Ooh, are you talking about, like, uh, kind of ones that, like... bondage scene. Any scene where someone's tied up in a movie or a TV show? So, for me, it was actually uh, less of a movie or TV show, and... Uh, the second I say it, you guys are going to be like, ah, yes, that one. Uh, that certain Hardy Boys title that was always in the school library that I was always obsessed with, but I didn't know why. Uh, it's the two where they're tied up next to the clock. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen that, but I've never read the book. I only saw it. From I, I, I haven't read Tumblr the book. Tumblr and maybe Bonnie Shepardy might have mentioned it. I feel like yeah, I think they had it there. I mean, it's funny. It because I even did my, yeah, it's like, I mean, I even did my previous podcast with Frank and I mean, his name on Instagram is Hardy Boy and everything like that. We even talked a little bit about that in one of our episodes. Also, I would have to say the, um, I mean, <laughs> the scene from Aladdin where he, I mean, yes, he drowns, but it's still hot. It's the he whole survives. grabbing. It's okay. Yeah, he survives. It, like the whole like shackling, it's the grabbing and the gag. It's so hot. His, his gag talk in it and everything, and yeah, like still Prince, incredibly like Prince Philip and Sleeping Beauty and. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Living in Orlando and surrounded by Disney, I always feel a little <laughs> weird saying that one, but. Uh, <laughs> like, Maybe you should, but, uh, you know, go work for. <laughs> Disney, I convinced them to give you a role where you have to wear an over-the-mouth gag all day. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Get our role. That. Well, I mean, well, hey, with COVID, I mean, we, we're all wearing them. So, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so those would be, like, kind of the main ones. And then also, um, like, it just kind of TV shows where it was, like, you know, you you think about like you'd watch an entire seven seasons of a TV show for like one gay kiss before you you know knew how to use the internet or like before <laughs> the internet was even really a thing. You'd like watch certain episodes of TV shows and be like, oh, I hope this is the one where like this person gets tied up, or like I hope this is the episode where like there's a gay kiss. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that would, those would kind of be my main ones for sure. Yeah, we touched on that I think in one of our scenes of interest episodes yeah. where well, yeah, it's always really exciting <laughs> when you're just watching something random and a bondage scene pops up well well i mean i even talk about how with like cable television how you like i i don't know if you if any of you did it but i would always just kind of randomly channel surf to see if i find something or if 
I could find context clues of like a show or something of it looks like this might lead to bondage. So I want to keep watching to see where this goes. <laughs> yep, yep. And for me, I also have a big thing for like superhero costumes, and usually in those like superhero like movies and shows, like the they get captured. So I'm always like, hoo hoo hoo, double trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I find those things tend to be a bit disappointing. You see him tied, but you never see him gagged. Oh, it's except awful. for that one in, um, is it Batman Returns, where Chris Martin. O'Donnell is Robin? Chris O'Donnell, by the way, can have my children, <laughs> and, like, seeing him gagged, especially with tape. Like, well, I mean, it wasn't actually tape, it was, like, a weird tinsel, no, weird cellophane type of thing, but, yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, it, lo it looked like duct tape, but, yeah. I wasn't gonna bring that up. I was gonna let Isaiah have his fantasy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm the buzzkill. <laughs> let me have my fantasy, man. Like, ah. Uh. I mean, it, it, comes, it just slides off of his face when he falls in the pit. Like, I mean, <laughs> the jig is up. Yeah, at least he's beautiful. Oh, also, for all of those, uh, anyone out there starting, a, a tape gag is not a strip. A tape gag is a wrap. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. By the way, and that is my very favorite. If you want to see more of me with lay tape or people I know with lay tape, Go to any of my socials. It's all over. <laughs> um, As both of these guys can tell you, they've seen me gagged quite a bit. Yes. Um, so that's what I probably didn't explain what I meant very well. In, for example, Batman from uh, like the Dark Knight, you do see a few moderately okay scenes. But what I mean is in superheroes, you never see the lead really get it. Mm, true. Yeah. Like, I think we, a, lot think, a lot of this. A lot of the times it's a damsel in distress thing, which isn't yeah. just, eh. I think <laughs> in The Flash, Grant Gustin got like a very blink-and-you-miss-it tape gag mm -hmm. in the first yep. season. Yep. And obviously the Supernatural guys got the treatment a few times. Well, they got the treatment a lot, but gags were rare, but they did happen. And then with the whole damsel in distress thing, I remember, like, okay, like, with Scooby-Doo, like, dad oh was, was getting, was... always getting kidnapped and everything, and I remember recently something came out where Fred was actually the one that was captured and tied up and gagged and everything, and I thought that was a nice little subversion. Yeah, there was this one picture I saw where, like, somebody sent it to me, because I'm a big Scooby-Doo fan, and, like, a lot of people know that about me. <laughs> And somebody, one of my kinky friends sent me this photo where, like, Fred and Shaggy, like, Fred has Shaggy, like, tied up on a bed, and it's, like, super pornographic. There's, like, there's, like, dicks out, there's, like, there's, like, like, nipple clips, and he sent me that, and I was, like, okay, listen, I like Bondage, and I like Scooby-Doo, but this is team too much. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't Fred have a butt plug up his ass? Yeah, Dude. it's like they're literally like everything that you could be yeah, doing I'm, is happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I call it a Tumblr. I'm not uh, big on cartoon bondage, but that one—it's a good pick. I'll, I can appreciate yeah. that. I, I mean, the one I was talking about—I, I, it looked like it could have been from a Scooby Doo episode. It was. So you pretty much answered the next question already, but. Enlighten us on what is your favorite gag. Oh, well, I mean, obviously anything where the mouth is wide open. Just kidding. Trick question. You hate gags. <laughs> yeah, trick question. It's not bondage if you're gagged. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, I mean, tape, obviously, is my biggest one. Um, it was 
kind of honestly, before even getting into like tying up, that was kind of the first thing that I was like, that's incredibly hot. Honestly, even less for like the feel of it and more for the aesthetic of it. It just yeah. looks yeah. so good. Like I, I love the aesthetic of it. Like anytime that I gag myself and like take a picture of myself, like I have to make it look so aesthetically pleasing. Like I like, I like, I've <laughs> definitely, I've had like one or two guys that I've taped before. They're like, are you still taping my mouth? I'm like, I gotta make it look perfect. Uh, yeah, and you know what? You do that so well. Like, I, I don't really care about the effectiveness effectiveness of it, but I would love to try one of your tape gags just because they're always so smooth. And I have no idea how you do it. I know I tried one time. I had, like, a big strip of tape, like a big enough strip that I was able to wrap it around, and I pulled it, like, as tight as I could, and mm -hmm. I was able to make it look smooth, but I don't know how you could do that with a wraparound. Yeah. I'm very looking forward to from you yeah oh yeah i'll just come on right down to uh, australia um, no worries you've had your vax making my way down under okay no sorry that was <laughs> 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 and like, uh, you didn't sing land from down under yeah oh um okay uh but yeah tape for sure um i also am one of those people who i love stuffing someone else's gag but i have kind of a small mouth so it doesn't work as well on me um but one thing that I have, somebody gave me this tip one time. Um, if you put in a football mouth guard and then tape over that, it keeps the mouth completely closed and there's no chance of anything falling back into the throat. There's no chance of anything drying out. It is, I, I did it one time. I will literally never use anything else. It was so hot and I could not say a thing. I couldn't even move my jaw. It was, it was very attractive. Where, I don't even know where I could get a football mouth gag, but now I want to try that. No, 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 a mouth guard. Like, you know how football players use the, like, yeah. mouth guards? Sorry, that's what I meant, mouth guard, yeah. no, mouth gag. Mouth, mouth gag. Yeah, yeah, you're going to walk in the corner of the floor and be like, I want a football mouth gag. And like, what? No, that doesn't sound like fun, actually. It sounds like some, like, really unesthetically pleasing ball gag. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, okay, so that's another one. I used to not like ball gags, and aesthetically, I just don't think they look as good. But recently, I've kind of started enjoying them just simply for the fact that, like, they are easy, and they also are kind of humiliating in a way. Like, they're yeah. kind of, yeah. like, with the whole, like, drool thing, like, it's, it's, it's not as, like, aesthetically pleasing or sexy but i find them to be really hot because it it makes me feel more submissive okay yeah because i because i enjoy it less it may actually makes me feel more submissive which i kind of like um yeah but um yeah anyway so yeah, final I, feel like, I feel like our thoughts are very similar because you know i obviously yeah. started by taping my mouth too like before really before there was any bondage gags were the main appeal um and I was the same, I was 100% staunch tape supporter, obviously still am, but I never liked ball gags. The only reason I bought a ball gag was because I was having allergy problems and I, a bandana, not a bandana, tighter on, just wasn't effective enough. So I was trying to find mm -hmm. something that could be shoved in my mouth where I could still breathe. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still yep. not a huge fan of it. I'm not against them. Like yep. 10 years, 10 years ago when I was looking at, yep size i would always skip over those scenes with ball gags nowadays i can definitely appreciate them probably just as much mm -hmm. as like a cleave gag 
Yep. Yep. And honestly, nothing. If it those ones where the mouth is like completely open, like the O-ring gags and stuff, those are not that. Those are not hot to me. No. Because for me, a lot of the the hot part is when the mouth is covered. Yeah. Like, so. Well, well, because it's like, I mean, when the mouth is open, I mean, number one, because I'm very attracted to muffling, like the sound of muffling. You can't really muffle somebody if their mouth is wide open and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then I kind of feel the same about the same way about ball gags as well. The, the only ones that I hate are like the really cheap ones where the ball is like small. So you could basically close your mouth normally around it. Like, I, like I, I fucking hate yeah. them. I hate how they look. I hate yeah. how cheap they look and everything. Like those are usually the ones that you can buy at any run of the mill porn store and everything. Um, but yeah, like, I, I mean, but I do have an appreciation for like decent ones. I mean, I, I made my own. So yeah. But you say you only like it if the mouth's covered, but how do you feel about cleave gags or like knotted cleave gags um i i like them because i like them less in scenes and i like them more for aesthetics because it makes me think of every movie and tv where someone's yeah. gagged it's always like a cloth gag yeah. and so it makes me it's more aesthetic to me but yeah. in the use of a scene they're actually kind of like my least favorite <laughs> unless if you tie it in a knot and then wrap it around yeah. and then wrap tape over that, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, ma'am. You guys can't see, but I'm fanning myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of bandanas, not a bandana and a tape gag, because, again, it comes down to the whole effectiveness and being able to breathe. Because I find if I'm the bandana keeps it so I can't work the tape too loose, the tape is there so exactly. I can't spit out the bandana. But I can get the tape, because I'm not fully restricted, so I can get the tape loose enough that I can get some air in my mouth if I need to. Yes. So I'm a big fan of those. Yes. Um, but yeah, in scenes, cloth gags, I'm like, yeah. But a not a yeah. bandana gag is really, yeah. it makes me think Agreed. of like Captured Guys or Bondage Jeopardy. He's, I feel like they're very famous for their not a bandana mm -hmm. gags, and they're always oh. really... I, I love that, like it's even hot to see like those kinds of things like I, I mean see i think that's another thing i like about about ball gags is like actually seeing the gag go into the mouth and everything like that of seeing the knot or the ball or whatever like that kind of being forced into the mouth and everything like i like seeing th like that specific thing because i mean because you could enjoy seeing like a mouth getting stuffed or something but th i mean that's a little bit different than just like a you know being forced to bite down on a not or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Agreed. Tell yeah, us agree. about your favorite session. Uh okay. So listen, Linda. I actually am not a huge fan of this question because I I feel like if I if I'm asked about like what's your your favorite session you've ever had, it makes me feel like I'm lessening all of the other ones okay because i and i i'm just one of those people again who i am a more intimate dom and sub and especially when i'm the dom i kind of like to keep like um i just like it to be very intimate so my experience is normally less based on like how well they tied me or you know what we you know 
what gag he used, unless it's tape. And it's more about how I connected with the person and more about what we did with the bondage rather than the bondage itself. So for me, when I say like my favorite scenes, I can say like my favorite scene with a friend was like, you know, when I went to go see a friend in um, California or when I had somebody that I knew uh, from New York, he came and visited, he was going to Disney for a few days and was like, hey, I have a hotel room for a few days. You wanna like hang out a little bit? And we did, and we like hung out for like two whole days and it was so fun. Um, but you know, it's, it's less about like what I think is my like best session because if I like my initial thought on that is like, let's see, when was I tied up the best? When it, it's like more about like, Oh yeah, that was when I got to see this person and I had so much fun with them. Basically, I would, to answer your question, I would basically just say any scene that I've had where I just feel in a really intense emotional connection. And honestly, people really kind of underestimate and underrate. You have to have fun with the person, not yeah. just sexually, but like, I'm one of those people who like, I'm not that serious when it comes to like kink stuff. Like if I have you tied and like I like spank your butt, which is big I'm a big fan <laughs> of. And, like if I spank your butt and you're like, "Wah!" and like if it like scares you and like I'm going to laugh. Like I'm like I like to laugh, I like to have fun. I like to, I like us to be people. Like I like us to have I like us to be friends. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, it's, it, it's funny that you bring that up because I kind of, I, I feel like the bondage community is kind of split in certain ways of like people mm -hmm. who are serious and people who can't like take absolutely. a joke or appreciate humor or something like yep. that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've actually straight up, I, this is, I've had a couple of times more as a dom than as a sub um, because I can make more jokes as a dom because I'm not gagged. Um, <laughs> But I've actually had a uh, guy before say, hey, can you stop talking so much? You're kind of taking me out of the scene. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it was it was not even the thing of like, you know, I'm like rambling. On. It's not like I'm like talking about like my high school sweetheart. I'm not like <laughs> rambling on about something like I'm just like making conversation. I'm just like making small talk like we didn't know each other that super well at that point. And so I, we were just kind of, I was getting to know him. And he was like, you know what? I'd rather focus on the kink. And I was oh. like, mm. ah, that's, yeah. it's kind of a turnoff for me because it's like, it's, he, what he's saying is, yeah, I don't really care about you as a person as much as I care about what you're doing to me. And I'm yeah. like, that's not fun. Like, that's not a fun feeling as a no, human being. Weird. That is not a fun feeling. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a, like, it's just a very, like, I mean, <laughs> The gays, let's be real, the gays can be kind of infamous for, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, objectifying. And in yeah. kink, it's exactly the same thing. It's like, they look at, you know, a, a lot of guys like take pictures and post things on like socials, kind of almost like ads to be like, well, look what I can do or look yeah. how hot I am. Wouldn't you like to tie me up? And it's kind of like this thing of like, or you could just do something with someone that you enjoy their company. Like yeah. you don't have to like, yeah. Like, anyway, anyway, sorry. No, I'm feeling no, really no. attacked right now. 
No, no, no. okay. But listen, you're also running like you have like an only like you're running a business. That's different. I'm talking about. Well, okay. You're you are you are creating content for a paying audience. Yeah. Where some of these people, yeah. like like you see somebody post like, um, I don't know. All of that to say. Yeah. Well, well, okay, you're talking about like the difference between somebody basically kind of marketing, look at what I can do, look at these sessions I have, like basically everybody they tie up as like a trophy or something exactly. like that, versus look at this experience I had with a friend. This was a fun weekend. I, you know, had right. a great time with this guy and everything. Right, exactly. Because at that point, it feels almost like if we're talking like in the like grinder scenario, that kind of is the difference between someone who it like posts their body count, which by the way, let's talk about that. I hate that word. I hate that term so much. Do you guys know what that means? I've never heard that. So body count is basically how many guys someone has slept with or how many people someone has slept with. Basically, they're like, basically, they're like, yeah, my, yeah, I've slept with like 60 people. And like, for some reason, like some people find that hot. I'm like, to me, that's not that, like, that's not attractive. That's not hot. Like, like I don't care how many people you're sleeping with. Like I like, but the fact that you think it's impressive makes it yeah. less attractive. The, the fact that everybody becomes a number, like Ex well, exactly, and that's what I'm talking about with kink. Is like that's where I compare it. Is like you're right. They make it so like ah yes, this is my trophy, or like they post a picture of themselves and they're like, look at look at it. It just it feels so unpersonal yeah. or impersonal. Yeah, yeah like if I'm having a session, I really couldn't care if you've been with a thousand guys. It doesn't matter what you who mm -hmm. I've been with. What matters mm -hmm. is the two people, the two or more people in the session. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you take experiences that you've been with in the past and you learn from them. So, experience right. is a good thing if you can use it to your advantage in another session. But ultimately, mm -hmm. your body count, so you say, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I mean, as, as, well, especially with kink, it's like you kind of not exactly have to have experience, but like you know, everybody has to have a first time doing anything kinky, yeah. and yeah. because kink isn't like sex, where like kink is actually a lot more like, I mean, honestly, like mathematical. Like, there's a lot more steps. There's a lot more, like, you know, it, if you're giving someone a blowjob, you basically stick their penis in your mouth. Like, that's what you do. If you're tying someone up, there's a lot of steps that go with, like, okay, you gotta make sure the wrists are not uh, losing circulation. The, make sure the gag isn't too tight. Make sure the, you know... Um, there's more technique and mm -hmm. yeah, all of that to it. But yeah. Where were we? <laughs> we are, we asked, sorry, we asked you about your favorite session, and you, you were very yeah. diplomatic. Yeah. And I can respect uh, that, because I, I get that. It's very hard to pinpoint. Yeah. When you've had so many good experiences, mm -hmm. and you think, oh, yeah, yeah, this one might be my favorite, but then you'll think about another one, and it's like, oh, no, but that one was really good. Like, yeah, it's it's very hard to play favorites. And yeah. There is no reason why you need to. Even that's, one, even that's one of our questions. There is no reason why you need to. Yeah. yeah, and then, I mean, even, like, I mean, with you talking about that, it reminded me of, so I've had only, like, a handful of sessions in my life, 
Um, but it reminded me of a longer one that I had with a guy. Like, and then that was even a spontaneous thing of, you know, I had the apartment to myself. He wanted to, you know, meet up and everything like that. And then we did it. And then I, I don't know. And then the funny thing was, is that was like the first we had spoken a few times before then. Um, so we didn't really know each other that well. And so we, we were barely like meeting each other when he came to my apartment so I could tie him up and everything. And but I don't know, like, you know, the whole time of us being together, we were just kind of talking and everything like that. And then even when he was, you know, bound and gagged and everything like that, we were still kind of talking to each other and you know there was kind of like a bit of a conversation kind of going on and everything and then i mean it even escalated to a point that when he left like we even hugged each other and everything before he left and you know it, it was so awkward and weird and everything like that when he first came over because we barely like knew each other or anything and then by the time you know we did everything and spent the evening together with that and he was leaving like we were in that kind of place where we where we hugged when we said bye and everything uh, like yep well and i think i've all i've said from the beginning the most important thing uh in a kink meet is if you the most important thing in finding someone to do kink stuff with is if you can have a relationship outside of kink. If you can see yourself being friends with this person outside of kink or more with this person outside of kink, then that's somebody that you're probably going to have a really good time with. Yeah. It's cliche, but they say, you know, bondage isn't about control, it's about trust. And if you, exactly. can't, if you can't build a rapport with someone, yeah. Then you're not going to have that level of trust. You can't just artificially manufacture trust. Yep. It needs to. It has to be earned. Yeah. It has to be earned. And you need to just have that relationship in order to build trust. Yep. Absolutely. Alrighty. So, Boom. Pageant answer. That was a good pageant answer. <laughs> a special episode. Now, tell us you wish for world peace. <laughs> what's your favorite day i would say april 20 is it 25th i don't know what well, it's, it's not too warm and it's not it's not too warm and it's not too cold you, do, you only need a light jacket what's that from i misunderstood the assignment <laughs> it's uh miss congeniality oh. uh, no 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 it's drop dead gorgeous yeah, there are two movies that I want to rewatch because I have Rock seen. Gorgeous with with Kirsten Dunst and and Kirstie Alley and yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it for like twenty years, but it's not, it's not a bad movie. Okay, so I mean, this kind of uh, kind of harkens back to bondage origin stories and everything. But yeah, it's like so. I mean, what made you realize that you were into bondage? Um, I mean, I would say, honestly, just like movies and TV, like when I was a kid, it was always one of those things where it was like, I knew that I liked seeing people tied up, but I know that I liked seeing boys tied up. And I didn't really know why. And so it was actually kind of funny that I kind of started to realize like, why do I only like seeing guys tied up? So why do I only blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, am I gay? And then I was like, <laughs> No, I no, I'm, I'm super straight. And then when I started having a crush on my girlfriend's brother, I was like, no, I'm probably gay. Um, I don't know why that reminded me of the TikToks where they like do the like they talk to you, they do the lip wrist, and they're like, are you? No. And they're like, yeah, are you? Are you that way? Are you that way? Um, 
but anyway, yeah. So that would be I. That's kind of just movies and TV, I guess. And then um, I had my first like actual like kinky experience, uh, like meeting somebody just for the sake of tying them up, um, when I was nineteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's like I mean, that's what was interesting with me because I mean, I didn't really realize that I was attracted to men until I was like maybe about 14 or something. But before then, I would develop crushes on boys that I've encountered and everything like that. And a lot of the times if I had a crush on, now I understand it as a crush because I would usually fantasize about them being tied up or something like that. And then at the time, I didn't realize that that was anything sexual or romantic or anything like that. And then later on, you know, once I kind of realized this about myself and then kind of looking back, it's like, oh no, yeah, it's like I basically, like, you know, I basically wanted to fuck these people, but I just, you know, the language in my mind kind of put it into a different way, like with bondage and everything, which made all the things convoluted and... Okay. Yep, I feel that, yep. Yep. I feel like we see there's so many similarities between all our origin stories that mm -hmm. start by being exposed to it on TV. So, mm -hmm. And as I was discussing the other week, you see it and it kind of appeals, but also you're continuously exposed to it. Because unlike sex, you know, with sex it's a bit taboo in a way. Like on TV, yeah. they try to yeah. censor everything, but you see so many scenes of interest <laughs> on movies and TV that are just whatever. It's no censorship, kind of, because it's for ninety percent, ninety-nine percent of people, it's not a sexual thing. Well, and then even when you're young, like I mean, you there's a lot of bondage in kids' media, and, and we were just talking about cartoons and shit yeah. and everything with it. So, yeah, it's like I mean, because there's not you know overt sex, you know, there's little sexual subtext in Disney movies and things like that. But I mean, you don't actually see like people fucking or anything like that in it, but you see bondage and like Disney movies and all of that. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yep. Can confirm. No, no Disney fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say if it exists, there's porn of it, but. Oh, which is, I mean, here's the thing, you can look up, maybe not as much because Pornhub did that huge, giant, uh, purge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a very sad oh. day to wake up, by the way. I was like, where'd my porn go? <laughs> oh my god, but, okay, like, on that note, one thing I loved was when it was all the, the men from Disney movies and their dicks, and then a, de a description... <laughs> <laughs> their dicks with aligned with their personalities, like Gaston with like a little micro penis. <laughs> it's funny you say that about Pornhub because even before they did that purge, I, as some of you know, I started. Well, I started on Reddit, but then the feedback from Reddit, or like the twenty upvotes I got, was like, oh, maybe I should do like a video or two. And initially, I did it on Pornhub, got myself verified to you know monetize my channel i posted three or four videos and they went okay like i made a whole 60 cents in ad revenue <laughs> <laughs> but then i posted another video and if you look back through my twitter feed i was pretty much updating twitter on the progress the whole way because i was pissed off they flagged my video like half an hour after i posted it i was like okay cool some cunts reported it like I'm sure they'll fix it. And no, they've deleted it, citing non-consensual or incapacitation. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm tied up. Like, if that's your criteria for removing videos, then you should be removing all the bondage videos. Mm -hmm. There's a ton. What the fuck? And so then I thought, then I contacted them. They're like, oh, well, usually if one of the one or more of the participants are gagged, then we remove the videos because they can't withdraw consent. It's like, like this is bullshit. Like, there's so many videos mm -hmm. out there. And so then I made another video with a disclaimer. Nope, still got taken down within like half an hour. So I was like, you know what? Fuck off. I'm just going to get myself verified on OnlyFans. And <laughs> I mean, look, I'm never going to quit my job on the small amount of revenue I've made, but it's more than 60 cents. And not, mm. and look, not that it's about the money. It's not. It's about, you know, where it's just where can I put my content? Because obviously Twitter has like a two minute limit and I'm not going to go create like 20 minute, 10, 20 minute videos and then have to split them because that just ruins the viewing experience. Mm. Um, but yeah, Pornhub didn't want them. And then a month later, they did a fucking... Purge. So I said, why don't they remove all the bunch videos? And then they did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't believe you've done this. Well, actually, I didn't say that to them, but I said, you know, it's bondage. Like, that's the whole point of that category. Like, you have a whole category of bondage videos. Like, why is mine different? I don't know. It just seemed very bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel I feel like with any of that, they just kind of I don't know. They find whatever the fuck like to complain about. Or I mean, like our last episode when we were talking about Instagram censorship of shit, and yeah. I mean, you know, like the main thing is they don't like ball gags, but then you see other weird things where there's not even a ball gag involved, or or nudity, or anything like that, and they have a problem with it. So. Yeah, yeah and look, I, mean, yeah. I don't want to play. I don't like to play the gay card, but I do have to wonder: is it a case of someone's reported it and then the moderator's like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that gay shit. I'm just going to remove it." I don't know. Probably, but you know what? If you can't handle watching straight shit, gay shit, whatever, you shouldn't be a moderator. Sorry, like yeah, or yeah. they should have different moderators for different kinds of content. <laughs> like, yeah. No. It's yeah. not really fair to one <laughs> category of people to say, oh, I don't want to watch that, so I'm just going to remove it. Mm -hmm. But that being said, my other videos survived the call. It was just those two that got removed within 30 minutes. The other videos are still on my Pornhub channel, as far as I know. And I've, I do have to wonder, now that they've lost all that content because they removed anything from unverified users, would they accept my videos again? <laughs> because they're like, yeah, we'll take what we can get. But so I've thought about like, putting the odd video here and there, just as like a promotion, or like I don't know, just yeah. to say, hey, here's something everyone can look at. But yeah. that kind of left me a bit jaded, like trying to trying for months to get them to rest restore the videos. Yeah, I'm like yeah, you know what? I feel like I just don't care enough to go back to them. Yeah. So, what is an ultimate bondage fantasy of yours? Oh, okay. I'm going to give two answers. That's okay. Uh, kind of a more general one and then a very specific one. A more general one is a significant other who I can pretty much do anything with. Mm -hmm. um, Kink-related. Um, somebody who 
I am excited to experiment with, excited to, um, yeah, that kind of thing. Basically just like somebody who, if they're like, hey, let's try something absolutely buttfuck crazy, um, which might include a buttfuck, uh, you know, somebody who would be willing to just try anything, um, that kind of thing. So that's my more general answer. But I know that you want a more specific. Oh one, no, so that is a very good answer. Yeah, it is. You get with a significant other who is into that stuff. You know, you can trust them with anything. So yeah. that is the perfect time to try. Well, and then yeah, it's like I mean, about fantasy, I mean that just yeah, it's like I mean, I, I, that sounds like the man of my dreams. <laughs> like if, <laughs> if if you know that that was ever tangible or anything like that. But yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think, um, I mean, one specific bondage scenario that I would love to try, because honestly, at this point, I've done quite a few of the ones that I've always wanted to do. Like I did like a, um, like a uh, superhero kidnap roleplay once um, as a dom. It was so hot. Um, it was so much fun. Oh my God. Um, but then also, I would really love to try like kind of a longer term like role play kind of kidnap one. Um, obviously that would have to be with somebody that I very, very trust. There's probably like a few people who I would do that with. And by a few, I mean like five or less. And what do you mean by long-term? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about as a sub because as a Dom, like I could, you know, I, there's less, well, obviously not, not less trust, but there's less, um, there's less at stake when I'm the Dom because I'm the one in control. Um, yeah, if you're the Dom, you know you're not going to take advantage. Exactly. Or, but, like, not even take advantage, but, like, you know, I know that I'm not going to, like, have a breathing issue if there's tape or, like, yeah. be in pain or something like that. Um, what I mean by, like, longer term is, like, kind of like a 24-hour plus kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like I would really, because I usually am like, I mean, I have ADD, so I'm pretty distracted. <laughs> um, so like, I would love to just find some scenario where I'm engaged the whole time and in the role play the whole time. Yeah. I mean, and I know there's a few guys who do that type of thing, like, like, I know one of, a guy that I, it was a complete fail and everything, and I don't even talk to this guy anymore. Um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, I know, like, I, I, I met with him and everything, and he was actually somebody I met back when Bound Guys was more of, like, a social network type of thing. And, I mean, it seemed like that guy's thing was basically ha spending, like, whole weekends with guys and like basically tying them up in different ways and everything like that and then he would put them in a sleep sack like at night you know so they could sleep and everything and it would basically be that type of thing and i mean that was even something i kind of wanted to do with him but like i said like once we met it was kind of like a huge fail so um yeah but yeah it's like i mean so there are some people who do that type of thing so yeah you know what that might actually be one of my ultimate fantasies as well. Yeah, it, it wasn't until you mentioned it, but now that you bring that up, I'm like, oh yeah, like a role play, like kidnapping scenario. Yep, and like that tied in like multiple like, positions, yeah, tied amazing. overnight, that kind of thing. Yeah, I would like to try a sleep sack, but here's my problem. Oh, they're amazing. 
my issue is, is, and this is because of my diabetes, I can't go more than like an hour or two without needing to pee. So like, even when I'm tied up, I need, a, I need to have regular toilet breaks or like fucking give me a bucket. Like I need to, I need some, I need to piss. Yeah. So if I was in a sleep sack and I'm, I always say I'm against nappies or diapers as you call them in the US, I'm just, it's not something I would consider. If you're into that, no. that's fine, but it's not my thing. So I well, won't do and it. Then, well, and then, and then to be in a sleep sack in a diaper and in your own filth for diaper rash and uh, no um and, and then it's funny because i mean i uh yeah it's like i mean me with mummification or sl or uh, sleep sacks or anything like that my big thing is i am sweaty like i sweat a, a lot and i get itchy and, ir and irritated and everything like that when i sweat and so anytime I see something like that, I just imagine myself just sweating everywhere. And <laughs> if that happens, like, I'm not in a good mood. Like, you know, like getting back to it should be fun and everything like that. It, it's like if I'm sweating and itchy, I'm not fun. I'm not having fun. So, <laughs> yeah, I just I am the same way. But surprisingly, when I get mummified, I actually don't overheat. Also, normally when I'm mummified, I also get a little claustrophobic if my whole head is wrapped. So normally I don't wrap my whole head, so that helps a lot. Yeah. Okay. But it's yeah. so comfy being mummified. I love it. Oh. You it's, know, so, it's like a big hug. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of it. I know a lot of people that follow me are. So I try to not do it very often. I try to do it enough that people get enjoyment out of the content. And for that reason when i am mummified i do try and film like a couple i try and change up the scenarios a bit so i can film like two or three videos at once yeah, yeah. okay so i'm kind of cheating a bit but yeah. <laughs> it's showbiz I, yeah oh not really but it's because you know it's so much work trying to get me mummified and then trying to position myself because mm -hmm. yeah you have to be it is so much so work it's a pain in the ass you have to be taped up standing up but then i'll like Brad will push me on the bed and <laughs> it'll end up ripping half the tape, so we'll have to redo it. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the first, well, actually, the first time I did it, because I'm, you know, narcissistic. Okay, maybe not, well, I am, but <laughs> maybe not narcissistic, but I'm very body conscious. And, you know, I have body dysmorphia and have issues with my weight that's why i've only gone shirtless once in one of my videos but oh stupidly i sucked my gut in as i was getting wrapped up so then oh, oh. so then i could like i struggled we had to cut the video short only about like 30 seconds but we had to cut the video short because i couldn't breathe like if you watch the end of my first mummification video where i'm like mm, like struggling like that was legit that's where we cut it because i was like yeah like I could breathe, but it was like too compressed on my chest. And yeah. So then, like, of course, then I didn't do mummification again for about three months because I was just like, yeah, no. But then the second time I tried it, I didn't suck it in at all. We wrapped it pretty well, and I still I didn't love it. It also didn't help that halfway through filming the first scene, I started needing to go to the toilet. So then I spent an hour doing other stuff, just holding my bladder. <laughs> Mm. But then the most recent time, which as of recording, none of those videos have been edited or posted yet, but I did three or four different positions. 
one of which was like full on wrapped up with my head. I actually, I enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, it's still not my favorite, you know. Nothing will beat a hog tie. Relatable. I, I definitely enjoyed when it, when I was wrapped up. I had my head in Brandon's lap and he was you know, covering my face, covering my nose. Yeah, I love a little bit of breath, a little bit of breath control. Mm-hmm. So I had a thought earlier on when we were discussing, you know, consent and when it's over, it has to be over. But it brings me back to one of my fantasies that I've had for a while, and that is being left until I don't want to be tied up anymore. And I really, here's the thing, thinking about it, I really like the idea of being stuck where I can't get out to the point where it is almost non-consensual, which I know is a bad thought to have. I wouldn't put anyone else in the submissive position that way, but for myself, I would love to be stuck in bondage. So I kind of, I like the idea of Brandon tying me up and then, you know, leaving the house for a few hours because God love him. But I know the minute I want out, he will untie me, which is great. But there are times where I'm like, I wish you would just leave me like tied up. And <laughs> if I complain, like <laughs> tighten the restraints or smack me around a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, well, just a little bit of that kink, a little bit of that, like enjoying a little bit of your discomfort and everything like that. I mean, like with all of us, I feel like there's at least a little bit of fun with that, of picking on, you know, the person who's tied up and everything. Like, I mean, like with my, with my ex, like he loved like spanking me. He loved tickling me. He loved doing stuff like that, but he never did that to me when I, whenever he tied me up and I would always tell him like, why don't you fucking do that? Like Uh, that you already have enjoyed, you know, you already enjoy doing that and everything. Why don't you like mix our two things? Like, Oh, it's funny you say that because Brandon, he loves to play with my butt. He loves to smack it. He loves to, you know, walk past and like tickle my foot as he's going past. And then I, I must say it enough that he just mimics me before I even say it now. So he'll do something like that. He'll give me a smack. And then he'll be like, don't do that. I'm not restrained. Cause I will say that to him. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> you tie me up first. <laughs> Random thought, but you know how you see in scenes where they'll tape gag them and they'll give them that light little tap on the cheek. I feel like yeah. that's very common. I love that. Like, I don't want you to full on like, smack me hard across the face, but that little tap after you take gag me, oh, that is one of my favorite parts. All right, guys. Well, I think that's the end of our show tonight. So I would like to take this moment once again to thank our very special guest, Isaiah. Thank you for having me. This has been lovely. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And to see y'all tape gagged in the future. Oh, you know it, buddy. <laughs> 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 All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Sammy. I'm Nat. And we are the Bondage Gays. Until next time, have a great night.